Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, we have a bit of a Christmas show for you this week. Uh, what with it being Christmas and all. Happy Christmas everybody. Uh, we also have um, a variation on a theme that we visited most years um, at, at this time of the year. Um, longer term listeners will be well aware of the awesome ceremony that we celebrate at Christmas every year, which is called the Sunnies Awards. And uh, for those of you that are new, it's basically our version of the Oscars. Um, all related, well, all at least tangentially related to analog photography. Uh, we've done this in an informal way this year, rather than a formal way. So that's why you haven't seen us you know, uh, casting for your votes and all of that sort of stuff. Um, uh, but we have uh, we have done this uh, just between the three of us uh, this year as a fun and informal Sunny's Awards show just to take us into the holidays with a bit of a smile and a bit of goodwill and, and cheer. Uh, so let me say hello to, uh, well, actually, we have a special guest on the show uh, that we've been waiting to see for a long time, uh, but has been very late in arriving. Uh, and that is Claire's Christmas tree. Claire's Christmas tree, how are you? <laughs> it's really well. Hello, I'm Claire's Christmas tree. It's so nice to be here. That's a funny voice for a lady tree. Actually, I can see its baubles from here. Some of it, it's gone quite bald though. It's like um, it's in one of those Norwegian spruces, and um, I only got it last weekend, so quite late. And uh, a lot of the pines, I think it's been starved of water, so a lot of the pines have come off the lower lakes. So I try not to knock it too much. But I do like ah, a tree, don't you? Absolutely. Simple, simple things and, and the Christmas lights, you know. I love Yes. And, and given that there's two of you in the same studio there, how are you, Claire? <laughs> no, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Excellent. Good to know. Good to know. Graham, how are you? I'm very good, thank you, Wade. I'm very I love the way that you say we've um prepared in a low key way here. I think full listener transparency is in order. What basically happened is our good friend Billy Sanford sent in an email and at the literal eleventh hour I went, Oh, this yeah. is a good idea. We should do this for the show tonight. <laughs> so all credit really must go to Billy and um and then some half hour preparation by us. <laughs> but it's gonna be good fun. Yeah, no, it's going to be good for it's going to be good for. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, yeah, we've we've all brought all three of us have brought uh, a handful uh, of categories uh, mm -hmm. and award winners. Um, as ever, uh, there won't be any actual awards, uh, <laughs> but just to recognise things that we're enjoying at the moment uh, or have enjoyed through through 2021. Um, so, uh, yeah, try and end the year uh, for the podcast on a bit of uh, an up note. So you might find uh, in the next short while, you might find such categories as uh, best impromptu impersonation of a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crossing my fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for its grave is definitely in the running um, <laughs> somewhere. Uh, or you might find uh, you know, best ripoff of the New York Times branding in order to promote a podcast, uh, which uh, those of you watching Twitter and Instagram will know definitely goes to uh, to Jeff and to Gabe uh, for I Dream of Cameras and their spoof uh, promotional materials uh, of recent times. So there's a few bits and bobs like that. There might be a sort of semi semi sensible ones. I wouldn't say serious, but some semi sensible categories as well. Um, yeah. So. 
Uh, well, should we dive in? Should we, should we dive yes. in and see what we get? Let's dive in. Would you Would you mind if I kicked off? Seeing as it this was um, inspired by Billy, shall I kick off with the beginning of his email and his first? Because we do it in sure. the round and his first category. So we got five blue. So um, Billy, our lovely Billy Sanford, wrote in. Hello, Sunbeams. In the event that there is a year-end wrap-up show, I thought I would send along my own fun little Rogue Sunny Awards since world events have precluded an official one the last couple of years. Mm. However, mm. if those plans for a show went tits up or Sunny 16 management instead decided to uh, prompt other listeners to send in their own lists to include this... Uh, which is incidentally a very good idea, or if it just made more sense to push this one out, push this one. Oh boy, I'm a few vodkas in, guys. Into the new year, then let me be amongst the first to say, "Welcome to 2022!" Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I thought of a category that would include more discontinued films from Fuji and increase um, price increases for everyone, but I think we've all had more than enough negative news and I wanted to keep this positive. And that's very much, I think, how we're all feeling. So his first category is uh, Billy Sanford's top favourite kickstart campaigns, whether they are completed yeah. or successful or not. So in oh, third okay. place, he has, uh, these are numbered three to one, but uh, that's, so that's how I'll read them. Has Ethan Moses bringing 20 by 24 instant photography to LA. I understand this isn't mm. the typical project that would get everyone in the community excited. The immediate impact would most directly benefit those in Los Angeles. But there is an element where this is sort of a proof of concept of things to come. And if Ethan were able to parlay this into something bigger, that could be tremendous. And if anyone could parlay it into something bigger, it would be Ethan. I don't know if you guys have seen this. This oh, is seen bits of it, yeah. Is it current? pretty awesome? Current. I'm not sure if he's actually kicked it off. I know he. I think he has just started it. I think is what's going what on. What is it? So he is looking for funding so that he can. He has started doing instant twenty by twenty-four pictures. He's made a camera, and these oh, are color pictures. It, he's right. made a camera where he can go take a picture and develop it in the camera and so you have an instant 20 by 24 thing follow ethan we'll put links into this it's yeah. amazing so he's looking for funding he's done it i think over in i can't remember he's done it in new york i think but he's done it a few places already and the results have been amazing and it's just an incredible thing it's a thing that needs to happen um and he's looking for funding to help him to take it to la to do do more of it it's just a really cool thing that needs to happen um so yeah that's really awesome uh Number two on Billy's list for uh, top Kickstarter campaigns is Stephen Dowling's uh, The Cosmo Photos Agent oh, Shadow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. As with yeah. his previous offering, Stephen really went above and beyond with the design and marketing in support of the film. Bonus points for making aid by a new camera to shoot it with. Well done, Stephen, for making aid I, by a new I camera. I agree with that. I, I, and um, I love all the film noir aspects of it, Agent Shadow. Yeah. So excited to be getting there. It's, and unfortunately, it should have been with us by now, but stop me if you've heard this one before. Supply chain issues. Um, mm. And number one, photography through the pandemic from Holly Hamish and 35 MMC, a book we all know mm. well about. 
a book that I think will be significant to look back on many years from now and of course so nice that it will serve as a tribute to John and help support his daughter and the causes he cared about. The judges are really hoping for a smoother Kickstarter experience for Hamish this time round. Billy's words, not mine. Um, yeah, and and of course, I mean, I'll I will put this out. Well, it'll be Christmas Eve when this goes out. Um, so if you if you happen to listen to this on Christmas Eve, this campaign finishes on Christmas Day, and mm. it does. And I think it's important to remember with things like this, with books especially. Um, but in, specifically a Kickstarter book, this print run will be the print run. If you want this, mm. get it because you won't be able to get hold of it again. And it's, I was looking, um, Rachel was asking about getting hold of a book that she wanted. I don't know whether you guys remember, or I, do you remember um, Rachel had at the um, photography show a couple of years ago when she was doing the... Um, demonstrations of cyanotypes yeah. um mm-hmm. she had that book with it it wasn't hers it, uh, um and but she borrowed it and it was uh oh gosh what's her name <laughs> the name was completely there's a book of cyanotypes by the lady who's really famous for being the first person to make cyanotypes <laughs> whose name has instantly escaped my brain <laughs> everyone will be screaming mine at me. too sorry yeah but anyway i went looking for this book it's over 200 pounds it's completely out of print i went looking because we were talking about it at the mother and father book that we talked about last week. If you want to try and get hold of oh, a copy of that yeah. now, you're going to be paying 150 pounds because again, it's out of print if you want it. Wow. So books can be yeah. an investment. So go and invest in this. If you've still got time, you've got 24 hours when you hear this. So anyway, that was uh, Billy's first category. Who are we going to go to next? Aid, you going to give us your first category next? Oh, okay. Uh, well, my, mine, mine are mostly lighthearted. Um, so I'm going to start with a light-hearted one. Uh, my first category is best onesie. What best onesie? <laughs> okay. Yes, uh, I have a a, a a winner for this award. Um, I also have an honourable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, my honourable mention for the best onesie category goes to Analog Wonderland for their now new end-to-end service. So you can get it all in a onesie. You can <laughs> buy your film. You can buy your camera. You can get it developed, etc., etc., etc. You get where yeah. I'm going with it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's a um, so definitely an honourable member uh, for them. Uh, it, it, Good, good, um, good to see that coming through. Uh, good to see uh, and others growing as well. Mm. Um, the winner in this category for me has to be uh, for the winner of the category for best onesie is the Pinster camera. Mm. Uh, uh, now, this just tickled me completely when I saw it I, uh, at the photography show for the first time. And you know, we've had Ollie on the show and spoken to him since, haven't we, about it all and stuff like that. Um, the idea that you get this little black box and it is literally a little black box uh, that you can use as a camera and you can use as a developing tank and you can use as an enlarger as well uh, and prints. Uh, it's fantastic. I think it's great. So that that's the winner of my best onesie competition. Awesome. A great that's choice. Really good, Dave. Competition? Sorry, category. Best I'm, I'm disappointed category. that we didn't have an actual photographer in a onesie or photographer onesies available. That feels like it's a thing that should be there. A onesie with lots of pockets to hold film. That that could be like the millennial version of the legendary photo vest, couldn't yeah. it? I mean, I think it is mostly millennials that wear onesies, is it? Or is it is it Gen Zs that wear onesies, or is it a bit of both? I think it's everybody that wears onesies. <laughs> no, it's not. I think after the last two years, <laughs> an increasingly <laughs> large number. People shop in them, don't they? If you go to your supermarket, you see all sorts, all ages. So, speaking them. as a fully paid up member of Generation X, 
Generation X does not wear onesies, okay? <laughs> right, <we. laughs> um, yeah. Okay, Claire, what's your first category? Okay. So my first category was best authentic, <clears throat> excuse me, old school and vintage photos. <laughs> okay, I'm intrigued. <laughs> okay. And I, I do I do I um that we can view that people post up and that we can view um online because I like looking at old photographs, you know. Mm -hmm. Um I think I've mentioned before that you know for some people if you go to someone's house and um they pull out family photo albums or something a lot of people they think oh it's really boring but I'm like the opposite I'm like bring out all your family photos because I like <laughs> to see you know I like them so my award for that goes to Jeff Jeff Greenstein because have you noticed on Instagram he's been hit throughout the year he's been sort of treating us to a lot of his high school photographs and his um I don't know his photos in his cars when he was really a lot younger and they've been really lovely and when he was a little child and um i don't know i've been really enjoying seeing them and obviously the proper film and you can see the the lovely um the the range of the you know the the, mm -hmm. the film <laughs> on a similar vein to that one i've seen recently that i've been really enjoying is um anal mystery who has been sharing it's a photo taken of him i don't know how many years ago but um of him sort of sat slouched in i don't know it was an, an airport lounge or something but a friend mm -hmm. of his then photoshopped it into various different scenes the one that first <laughs> caught my eye was uh that he'd been, he'd been photoshopped to make it look like he was part of um oh god my brain is absolutely what's the um we're alive that's we're film alive. Is that the film? There was a film called Alive about a plane crash. No, it's not, not that. God, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop making references to anything. Oh, incidentally, <laughs> because my brain works this way, Anna Atkins is who wrote the book on cyanotypes. So now at least we have that. When we come in five <laughs> minutes later, we'll have... But, so it's like but... one of those game shows where you have to give the answer to the previous yeah. question. What was the film with Rowdy Roddy Piper? Is that a Morecambe and Wise sketch? Probably. I think it's a Morecambe and Wise sketch. <laughs> the, the, film with, um, the film with Rowdy Roddy Piper where there was aliens who had taken over um, the planet but nobody could see it because they were all wearing these glasses that made things look... Um, and there were signs that were saying, Obey? Is this being no bells with you? No. Anyway, they're Sorry. really good. I've really enjoyed seeing oh. um, Anil's Photoshop pictures. Carry on. Oh, it's me now. Isn't it? Carry yeah. On. So, so, so I, <laughs> I award to Jeff to Jeff Greenstein because I've really enjoyed those photos on his feed. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. So nice. So, we want some more, please, Jeff. <laughs> it is, Graham, over to you. Yeah, it is just in general. It's fun to see people when they were younger, who we now know as old people. Yeah, good. when Jeff had hair, the golden yeah. years. Okay, my first category um, is the best new photography gadget I kind of want. Um, so these are all things I kind of oh. want. So I've got a few honourable mentions. Um, the the Chroma Cube, uh, Steve's little dinky little pinhole camera that he's just made it looks very awesome they've just started shipping out and i've been seeing people getting hold of them and they look so adorable the pinster which you mentioned aid because again ah, yeah, okay. it's yeah, yeah. really cool um something that isn't actually gear but i really want to get my hands on some and i should just buy some because it's not that expensive 510 pyro um the film developer that james lane has been working on and getting out there i, I want to get hold of some of that those are my honorable mentions but 
the thing that I really just need to save up and buy myself when they or get myself on the list to get one when they come out next year is uh, the Raveni Labs spot meter. Um, I uh, we chatted about this back at the beginning of the year or whenever it was, early part of the year when they were doing the Kickstarter for that. Um, but it's really cool, really cool little spot meter, super useful, fits in the pocket, um, and I think it's something that would be a help for me. So I think that might be the thing that I'm saving up for in, in the next year. Um, very cool. But yeah, loads of awesome stuff this year. Loads of awesome stuff. Okay, uh, right, hang on a second. Let me get back. Category number two from Billy. Where are we? Hang on. Oh my god, I've got tab disease from Claire. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Category number two from Billy is the new film offerings, limited run, boutique, or otherwise. Some of these I didn't. Or one of these I didn't know about. Okay. So the first one, number three, Cine Still Red Rum. When Cine Still mm-hmm. received a batch of 800 tea that had been spooled backwards, they turned lemons into lemonade by marketing it as a limited-run red-scale offering called Red Rum. While this is presumably a one-time offering, who knows if people enjoy it, they could certainly have it manufactured, or if you are patient and handy in the dark bag, you could re-spool your own. Uh, so that's very cool. That sounds like a Toby job, that doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, the re spooling for, yeah. Well, what I think made this stuff, I think I'm right in saying, is that I think this was maybe in 120 as well. Um, oh, really? Oh, okay. I think oh, so. Yeah. And that's the thing 120 red scale. Oh, I could be wrong on that. I <laughs> Ignore me. Uh, number two. Have some more vodka. Yeah, I, I should stop drinking this vodka. Um, new classic. Out of nowhere, Ribsy dropped a 400 ISO offering in 35mm, which quickly sold out, though he has hinted at a new run sometime soon. Uh, the judges enjoy Ribsy's YouTube channel and podcast, which has featured a diverse range of guests and was glad to see the positive reaction. So this is the one I didn't even see. It obviously came and went faster than I could see it. Um, but awesome <laughs> that we're still getting these little boutique films. Uh, number one. A return favourite, Lomography Turquoise. Though still in pre-order and not due to be released until next summer, it certainly has seemed to cause quite the stir amongst those who loved it and those who never got to shoot it. Um, Yeah, I'm excited about Lomography Turquoise comeback. Generally speaking, I'm not a massive fan of special effects films. They just don't Mm -hmm. suit the kind of shooting that I want to do. But... I like Lomography Turquoise and Lomography Purple because um, they they are more predictable. You know what they're going to do. They're going to turn yeah. to purple or turquoise, uh, like I've red got, scale. I've never shot with the... Um, I, I've got Lomography Purple mm. and, I've, and I've still got some because I was on the wait... Excuse me. I was on the waiting list for that film. You know, you had to pre-order and I remember they, they kept knocking the, 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 the deadline. The, the release kept going back and back, didn't it? So and it always sells out, but I've never mm. shot with turquoise. Um, is it you're smiling, Graham? Is that a good film? <laughs> no, no, it's like your your pronunciation, turquoise. <laughs> <laughs> turquoise, yeah. But I do. But I did a film one as well. Best film. Should I tell you my three films? Yeah, you in? go for yours next thing. Go for it. So I didn't kind of put them in an order. I just put my 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 favourite films. So Kodak Gold because. <laughs> 
I love Kodak Gold. Because mm-hmm. who doesn't? It's great. Well, this is the thing a lot, but some people look down on it, don't they? Because they think, oh, it's just it's kind of like a basic film or it's a beginner's film. But I really love it. I, I love the, the, the saturation. I, I really love Kodak Gold. I love Polaroid 600 colour. And Toby's Red Eye Red Scale film as well. Yes, ah. you had a play with that this year. I read scale because, yeah, because I was a, a beta tester and, um, you know, it was a really nice film. And, uh, yeah, so they were my photograph. They were your favourite films for this year. Yeah. Awesome. Aid, what was your Good next choices. category? Uh, my next category, actually, is uh, Best Photo Archiving Tool. <laughs> Ah, okay. Now, this, the, the, bear, bear with me. Bear with me. This is this is not drink. the uh, this this is not a technical essay about various different polycarbonates to store your negatives. Um, this is about getting your photos back right and into circulation. So, um, uh, it's a it's it's an electronic thing, right? So, um, I happen to have an iPhone rather than any other kind of phone, and anybody else who has one may have noticed uh, that in the recent operating system update uh the photos app does a huge range of extra stuff at surfacing your photographs um and putting them into you know setting them to music little montages set to music little videos you know you'll get things like um you know so and so through the years right so you'll get photos of you and a friend or a family member through the years or you'll get uh you'll get um you know or it'll sort of find where you were on holiday and it'll build you things around a holiday automatically Mm -hmm. and stuff like that um regardless of how it does it in the background which is probably with things like machine learning and ai and all that sort of stuff um the impact for me has been really cool it's just like every you know pick up my phone and and it just throws these things at me that are far more sophisticated and far more relevant than they used to be in previous versions of it. And I know that every phone manufacturer does this. And I know that I should think I know because I don't have an account. Facebook does this. I think it will throw photos at you from your past. Yeah. And stuff like that. But just for me, there's just been like a real step change this year in in the quality of those uh, of surfacing those memories and pulling them together and stuff like that. So um that was my my second category best photo archiving tool i have to give it to ios photos because that's the one that i have i don't have an android phone or anything or a facebook account or anything like that um but you know everybody will have their variation of it i Mm. suppose cool beans yeah what's it like on that whole android thing graham you're an android user i think aren't you um i am but I think I try to turn everything off that throws stuff at me that I'm not asking for <laughs> as a general. I, I mean, I know, I know Sinead, like you, um, and I don't know whether it's through the iPhone or whether it's through her use of Facebook um, or maybe both, but I know that she is repeatedly showing me pictures that she's been throwing. Oh, do you remember this from a year ago or a few years ago? And she loves it. She loves it because it does, um, as you said, it does keep surfacing memories, which is a good thing because otherwise stuff just gets left behind in the grind and well there is that yeah because whether you whether you shoot predominantly digital or predominantly analog uh, you know actually there, there are tons of di- we all talk a lot about backup and archiving and things like that <laughs> we don't talk enough i don't think about you know that sort of serendipitous discovery bit 
which is where the technology can really help because I like seeing the photos, right? I archive, I, you know, I like having my photos all stored in a place where they'll just pop up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that, anyway, that's my thought. Mm. No, it's interesting because I changed my phone this year because literally I was one of these really, I'm one of these people that, um, I go away with my contract and I just never get around to upgrading my phone. So I just have this the same phone for years and years. And then it literally fell apart when I was in Barcelona. It was hung on by tape. I was hanging it. The, the screen came up and then it went to black. So anyway, I, I've had to upgrade it. Um, and it was, but something happened. There is a point to what I'm saying. I am digressing, but there is a point. And do you remember, in fact, do you remember I messaged you? I said, oh, I've no, a digression all... within the digression. <laughs> We're doomed. I've lost all my, like, <laughs> these messages how do i get them back but anyway when i when i you know switched stuff over from my phone i'd lost some stuff but then it it was as if like i'd not backed stuff up since 2016 so i had all this like memories from 2016 but my phone um age seems to do it quite frequently more you know now where it just I'll switch my phone on, it'll make a little video or it'll tell me a memories and i told you didn't i my phone made that really nice video of of John, mm. all the pictures yes which was lovely actually that was lovely to see uh, yeah a, a slot which was quite which was nice so yeah i suppose yeah i never thought about it as, a, as an archiving system mm. i'm sort of old because well, i've got so many polaroids like thousands literally thousands i have those boxes you know with the the you know the oh stuff, yeah so. and and there's nothing that's gonna you know uh, there's nothing that's gonna be approach you know the the joy of sifting mm. through boxes of, of things and finding stuff that way that's a, that's a very tangible thing isn't it but in a in a day-to-day -day basis because you, you don't get to do that very often do you? you don't get you and the more stuff you get the the less frequently you'll see individual images and and you know and you have to find places to store them which are not easily accessible like at the back of cupboards and stuff mm -hmm. like that so so you know, I quite I, I think there's definitely a place for the digital tools in surfacing yeah. these things as well. And I've been through, like many photographers will have done uh, over the their course of their years in the hobby. I've I, I got into it and I thought, oh great! And then there was all these tools to explore, and I ended up yeah with professional grade tools. Mm. And then ran and then I was like, well, hang on a minute, I'm not actually a professional photographer and i like some of these some, i'd like to i, I kind of like some of these things that just are for free for for just normal people who aren't photographers you know and uh, yeah. and you know they're, they're actually quite good and and over the last couple of years they've improved a lot so i use i try and use consumer grade tools for for this sort of thing wherever i can right and and forget about professional stuff because it costs money and whilst it's really powerful mm. um it's beyond what I need, right? Mm. I don't need to be able to dig out instantly that wedding I shot five years ago. Mm. You know, that's not who I am as a photographer. And and I've actually relaxed into and embraced the whole sort of consumer grade tool sets these days, which I, I'm, I'm really enjoying what they bring. Mm. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Mm. All right, next one from Billy. Uh, category number three, please. Things it seemed to me that the community got excited about. In third place, we've got meters, apparently. Well, that fits because I've meters. already picked the meter on it. We've had the Keks, Reveni, and negative supply meters all come to market in a relatively short period of time, it seems. It's great to see new products come to market, and an affordable meter is something everyone can use. So, bravo. I have to be honest. I, mm. I can, again, I'm so bad at keeping on top of things. 
I did not see the Kex one, and I didn't know that negative supply had brought me to the market either. So I'd look into those as well. Oh my goodness, so much stuff to look at. I like that really, really old-fashioned meter, but it was the most. We did it. We were talking before meters came up at one point, and someone had one. Did someone have one or? <laughs> and it was like a really old-fashioned, like it's basically a card with a dial. Do you remember mm -hmm. it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you I, I can't remember what in what context, but yes. I thought that's the meter for me. Really simple. <laughs> like I'm a not sure it is. I'm not like sure you, it is. That you'd get, like, a, you know, from a cereal box, like a free gift. I thought that's the meter for me. <laughs> I like that one. Okay, yeah. number two on Billy's list of things that pe the community got excited about DSLR scanning. That definitely seems like a thing this mm. year. With the Pixelator mm. released and almost as many negative carriers as Meters released recently, and the Mongoose from the aforementioned mad scientist Ethan Moses. Incidentally, one of my categories was very nearly Mad Scientist of the Year because between Ethan Moses and Steve Lloyd and James Lane, yeah. uh, off the top of my head, we, uh, and, and Justin Quinnell, we are Mad Scientist rich in the film community. Um, anyway, That's a nice way. I like that. That's a really good way of putting yeah. it. it. I actually think it's true because from when we were in the photography show. I think you came away with that impression, didn't you? I couldn't, you know, it was incredible what people had kind of invented, really. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? It, yeah. it, it is, it is. And do you know what I say? Mad I... scientist and, and mad skills with the engineering as well, because these things are not necessarily easy to engineer, uh... right? So, yeah, yeah, you might have to be a, a mad scientist to imagine them and invent them, and then you need some pretty strong engineering skills to get them right. Yeah. So there's we we are yeah it's good yeah we should celebrate our mad scientists and our mad engineers. <laughs> yes, we very much should. And uh, number one in uh, Billy's list is limericks. Uh, the crack Sunny Sixteen presents research done. Well, as in she stood on the bridge at midnight. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> I want. I I knew a young girl from Nantucket. That's that kind. Yeah, exactly. The crack Sunny right, Sixteen okay. presents research staff concluded that there were seventy five entries into the recent I Dream of Cameras Limerick contest. Ooh. And I just want to congratulate Billy as an American for the for the following sentence for being so accurately correct in what he says for the remainder of this. Who knew that the potential for bawdy poems held the key to the hearts of the community? And well done to the winners, to those who kept it clean, and to those who knew what a limerick was. Exactly, Billy, a limerick is not meant to be clean. The I Dream of Cameras contest is fl fundamentally flawed in that they gave it to a clean winner. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great and it was fantastic hearing that um i think it was show number 23 i think 22 or 23 it was one of the very recent ones where they announced the winner oh, i haven't i'm a bit behind i have been listening to them quite a lot actually but i'm a bit behind on the last couple of shows so well there you go you need to get on there oh did i, I need to do a category didn't i oh, I've got, oh my god uh, yeah yes you and <laughs> it's whatever whatever okay it's just just Keep going. My my second category just lost in before before. Imagine this is before Billy's third category. Um, most thorough disaster of 2021. Um, a couple of honourable mentions. Um, that time when I failed to load film properly into my Nikon F3 and missed out on many fantastic photo opportunities at my cousin's wedding uh, that I thought I was taking, and also my trip to the heart of London, uh, where I got to wander around, take some pictures of some amazing looking buildings, or rather 
not take some pictures of uh, some amazing looking buildings. That was pretty good. Um, my other honourable mention goes to when I was shooting a wedding with Hamish back at the beginning of the year or uh, sort of in spring. And he'd given me one of his Sony cameras to use so that the pictures would all look of a type. Um, this was one we were both doing for Rachel because Rachel was a bit on the pregnant side at the time. And um, my big fat sausage fingers are too much for a Sony camera. And I kept hitting the button that changed it from auto ISO, which is what I wanted to be on, to ISO 100. And um, I'm not in the habit of looking down at the screen very often, but then I'd look down and go, why are these pictures blurry? Oh no, it's because I'm shooting at ISO 100 and it's dark and oh God damn it. Um, so that was pretty good. But the winner for most thorough disaster of 2021 is that time when my slot processor slot, slot processor first of all leaked fixer into the developing section and ruined uh-huh. an evening's printing effort and then just proceeded to leak all 2 liters of fixer all over my small packed wooden dark shed overnight. Um, I which was a disaster. Left uh, everything very sparkly on the worktop as it dried out because of all the silver just dry. Oh, God, it was a nightmare. I remember that. That was my most thorough disaster. Um, A, do you want to go next? Your third category? Uh, in terms of disasters or just within you? <laughs> or whatever you've got, buddy. <laughs> many, many disasters. Um, I Actually, I'm going to go. My next category is, uh, is one that actually uh billy has already addressed but that's okay um it is uh best new product i want right so uh i have thinking you know normally in the sunnies we'll have a a new product and it has to be launched in the year and stuff like that but i I played a little bit fast and loose with that i think one of my three products uh was Mm. released this year one uh is shortly to be released and one was released some years back um so my thing for this year right um i'm not quite sure. i haven't chosen a winner out of these three so i think this might be just a an all uh everybody wins kind of one Boo! Um, first, we need losers oh, all right i'll chose i'll choose a winner it's me i win <laughs> <laughs> all these things i'm going to mention now uh, come third at best uh no the first thing i want to mention is the instax wide printer I have loved my Instax mini printer for years and it's great when you're with people and you know this for me the Instax wide printer brings hope it brings hope that I'll be out and about with other people and there will be a reason to print things on the fly right to to share photos with Mm. people um uh it's uh and and to allow other people who may not be into film photography to also print their photos on the fly at the parties and barbecues and you know all those other celebration type things that we're supposed to do but we don't at the moment uh so uh that that one is a little ray of sunshine for me and something i'm keen to try and i think technically was released in 2021 i think i I didn't know that was a thing (laughs) An Instax wide printer. I didn't know they'd done a square, but I didn't know they'd been done a wide as well. Ah, well, no, it's yeah, it's it's the thing that that everybody's been asking for in that in that area for for a while. Okay, so uh, the th- best new product I want, and I think this is my winner, um, is uh, has also been mentioned already today, and uh, it's the Agent Shadow film. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, um, and uh, you know, it's uh, looking forward to it coming whenever it's available. Um, no pressure on Stephen because I know he's working really, really hard uh, to get it to happen, um, and yeah, things just outside of his control, unfortunately. But it'll be here with us uh, at some point in short term, I believe. Um, 
Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. As you say, I bought a new camera so that I could shoot. Mm. <laughs> and you love it. I do. I do. I took it out. It, it makes the best sort of whirring noises. It sounds like, is that like you, nothing on earth. Is it as you spin it round your head and then throw it really hard? No, no, no. It's a great... So, so no, what I wanted was a 35mm point and shoot, and I've got it, right? It's a... It's a, it's an SLR, but it's it's mostly automatic. So you sort of just focus it and press the button and see what happens, right? Uh, mostly what happens is it makes a long, a long, long, loud, loud, loud is the word I was looking for. It makes a loud whirring noise and vibrates some as the film transport goes. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> you describe it like that. It sounds like something not like a camera at all, but we'll move on. Not really. Um, the uh, the other new product I want is definitely not new, but it's something that I've been thinking about for years and years and years, which is a sprocket rocket camera. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah. this came to mind today because I saw an awesome uh, sprocket rocket shot on Twitter just a day or two ago. I want to say it was from Bill 2. Mm, I've seen those two recently from Bill. It, it was, uh, let me, I'm just going to, I'm just going to look up Bill on Twitter as we speak because there's nothing like being professional and prepared. Um, <laughs> and what, yeah, come on, Bill, make it, or oh, come yeah, on, come memory, on, actually. Yeah, yeah. Come, no, no, forget <laughs> that's Bill's not the problem here, but uh, Bill, uh, it's uh, where is it? Come on, it's got to be here. It's got to be here. <laughs> the Bill's been posting a lot, or I've met, I've completely misremembered this. Never mind. Um, he, it was he a, did. a yes. he did, yeah, yeah. Why am I not? Oh, there it is. It was just a few days. Bill's been posting a lot. It was, it was only a week ago, and there's a load of tweets I've just had to scroll through. Awesome picture of a Ferris wheel uh, as a vertical panorama shot, and his case actually with a Bel Air putting 35 mil in a cine still, 35 mil cine still into a Bel Air and taking it out at night, um, uh, which is great, a great effect. And I thought, actually, do you know what? I remember when the Bel Airs came out, and I thought about buying one, never did. Um, I think maybe it's time to go for something like a sprocket rocket. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I think that could be good. We put some slide film in it, get it cross-processed, you know, just just, just blitz stuff. <laughs> Sounds good. I like it. Anyway, so that, that, so, uh, that was my third uh, product I want to try. Clearly not a new product, the, the Lomo sprocket rocket. Uh, but uh, it would work well with the Asian Shadow, which is the winner in this category as well, I am sure. So there we go. Um, Agent Shadow for best new product I want. Good choices. Good. And I think the sprocket rocket is a good And with that, I'm going to open a beer. Is that okay? Good for you. Somebody's got to keep up with me. Um, Claire, what's next for you? Okay. Um... Well, I wasn't sure if I made these categories, you know, what categories I was supposed to make. You're doing very sensible ones. <laughs> mm, <laughs> sensible. Yeah, no. I didn't know what to do. Anyway, so one of my categories is I was thinking of, for me, um, a consistently imaginative and original photographer um, that I always admire for mm -hmm. their, their work and stuff. And so I'm going to say, I've mentioned her before on this podcast, Ellen Rogers. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think she um, creates every year for the film, you know, we get to see it. Um, really, really just beautiful work, mm. uh, all darkroom based and, you know, hand coloured and stuff. And I just think it's really, you just look at a picture and you know it's Ellen's. 
Um, but yeah, just really, I just think her her work is really, really, um, really original and uh, just really interesting and, and deep. And I think she's, she seems like a really interesting photographer. So yeah, so I think Ellen Rogers for her continued um, output. <laughs> I just want to give a quick shout out as well, because it's one of the things I didn't put into category because I thought no, this is too difficult to do, but somebody whose work um, I keep seeing pop up and it is unique and distinctive in what he's doing. And it's somebody who actually, um, John recorded an interview with uh, in one of his dark conversations. It's Chris O'Connell. Um, I'll put mm. the link to his um, Instagram feed in the show notes. But um, check out Chris O'Connell's work. He is doing some really interesting, um, mm. uh very I, th I think it is all darkroom stuff that he's doing but he's doing some really quite i don't want to say messed up but very heavily um changed affected manipulated work on his instagram feed for his portraits yeah. and stuff like that it's really cool it's really interesting um and i'm really enjoying seeing that because it's so different so striking mm. so um yeah that's very cool okay my uh just get me back into the right place my oh no now i'm getting stacks wide pictures on my screen god damn it um my third category <laughs> Uh, again, it's another gear focus one here because um, I did get some gear this year. So best new bits of kit I actually did get this year. Uh, so uh -huh. honourable mentions uh, go to the uh, Nova slot processor that I've got that doesn't leak. Woo! It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> That's pretty great. Really enjoying using that. Um, the Konica Kony Rapid. This is the... Um, rangefinder that one of my clients gave me one of my elderly clients gave me this and it's a really beautiful little rangefinder and i just had it serviced by linden at londonian cameras and it's lovely and it's just a really nice little camera a really pretty camera i'm really looking forward to using it um my micromatic again that name never ceases to seem inappropriate my micromatic large format enlarger this great big incredibly old-fashioned thing um i love it it's huge it fills up a corner of my dark shed uh but it gives me the opportunity to in make enlarged prints from large format negatives and um huge thank you to simon forster for for spotting that at an auction and getting all sorts out for me it was an absolute bargain and i love it and i love it for how clunky and cumbersome it is but the winner uh, has to be of new kit i got this year my leica 3a because now now i'm a leica guy <laughs> Um, and <laughs> therefore better than you, non-like guys on my podcast. And of course, that was a gift from the lovely Rachel. Yeah. Um, mm. And I am still at the point with that like where I'm not doing good work with it because I'm a ham-fisted mm. and haven't. But <laughs> I look forward to a long and fruitful relationship with it. So, mm. um, do you know? I must say, 2021 is the is has been like a year. I think I've I've met. It's. I've never had a year where I, I've met people, so many people with a Leica, and everyone's talking about a Leica. It's, it's been like a Leica year. I think that's because you're listening to uh, "I Dream of Cameras" a lot, and yeah, they like maybe. Yeah, and I've met quite a few people who that's what they shoot with, like Leicas, and like you've got a Leica, and it's like oh, and um, someone yeah, recently. Time was the only person I knew had Leicas was Hamish, but now yeah. now I know lots of people. And and, and, and just about three weeks ago, someone asked me. A question about Likers. Could I recommend a Liker? So I thought it's it's like everywhere. Everyone's into Likers this year. 
Mm. I remember when I first got into film photography, which I don't know, let's say it was around 2010, 2011, something like yeah. that. I forget, I forget exactly when. 20, maybe even as late as 2012. But I remember I was working in central London at the time, and I used to go to uh, the uh, a shop called um, Aperture, mm-hmm. which is a. Uh, which uh, they now have, at the time they just had, I think, one place, um, but they now have, have two places. Um, uh, and I used to go and, and I looked for ages and sort of played with the Leica M6s. And I, I started, thought, oh, Leica M6, that could be really nice. 600 quid's a lot of money, though. <sighs> <laughs> Only 600, because a lot of the Leica... The thousands, aren't they? Uh, yeah. So this was ten years ago. To be fair, before we're in in the doldrums of the film, okay. yeah. Oh, so right, when, yeah. when all the all the prices were plummeting, yeah. and and now I don't know what an M six now is fifteen hundred quid, and it's at least twice what they were ten years ago. Anyway, so um, yeah, I remember thinking, yeah, there's six hundred quid for a, for a, a used Leica M six in okay condition like the the better ones were like eight nine hundred quid but you could get a really really nice one for nine hundred quid there was Um, a really sorry i interrupted you oh just just now it's you know it's um it's it's a different kettle of fish these days for the for those good classic film cameras isn't it there was a (laughs) excuse me there was a really nice um like a shop when i was out in italy this year um and uh but everything was you know thousands it start you know three thousand six thousand nine thousand <laughs> so you, you have to ask yourself are are the community and the people who we know getting into more expensive cameras or are we just associating more with a better class of photographer which of these things is it um i, I mean, it's been it's been a real year of rangefinders for me because as well as the leica as i've mentioned there's also the conica which is a rangefinder and i bought two zorkies as well and a fed three so i've i've and i got my canon ql17 serviced and so finally he was like i'm i'm rangefinder mad now you're I'm... like you're, you're from yeah. like one end of the rangefinder to the other there though aren't you? <laughs> yeah. you've like got the whole spectrum of rangefinders covered from from a fed three to a yeah. Leica. yeah exactly i fancy a Leica myself now all the all the talking being with people with Leicas and stuff but um yeah but i had a category actually about cameras and stuff and best camera i'd like like use this year because i don't own one but i want one and that's the you know the polaroid mint uh not the polaroid the, the mint the mint polaroid all ah, right okay yeah yeah, yeah. which yeah. do you mean the rangefinder one that like, they didn't design no, themselves or it's like a it's like an sx70 so they're, Excess, they're yeah, yeah. SL, r670 and it's it's yes. got that the time machine where you've got yeah, those yeah. like you know those 16 um different settings and you can you can manually control all your aperture and um shutter speed and stuff like that so it's a really good camera it would um, it, it I, know, is, yes. I know a couple of people who've got one you know and um they do really and it's really good customer service as well is it oh uh, that's interesting to know because yeah uh, i the people feed that back you know just talking so that's yeah that i mean that could that could be cool that could be cool i i, well, I remember when they first brought those out and then when they brought out their own uh i think they call it the rf70 oh i, I think is mean, yeah it's the range finder one mm. uh and um you know gr- great um but again it was one that i couldn't really justify the price yeah. on unfortunately i think they do a bit of a deal don't they if you go on their website where you can buy like two cameras 
they have their like you can get there <laughs> I just go out and sell a kidney buy two cameras get yeah. insolvency for free it's incredible yeah. Yeah. yeah no they do do some deals well they do I I do you know what for somebody like you though Claire um mm. it, it uh which I mean in the most positive yeah, and nice way so. actually it could be for people like you claire um no for somebody like you i think that could be a really good investment a really worthy yeah. investment because your work does center around polaroid right and you love yeah. your polaroids don't I you do, and yeah. especially your sx70s as well oh yeah even the ones um, that are broken i can't bear to throw them out but yeah actually i'm a bit slow. maybe they'll give you a discount right maybe if you bought a mint I slr would... 670 and gave them your old ones right as donor cameras maybe they give you mm -hmm. a discount I was actually go, I've been slow because I'm behind every um, I'm behind this year, but I thought to myself, I think I'll buy myself a Christmas present, and that's Ooh. what that's what I'll buy myself because I've got no one else to buy it for me. So I thought I'll buy it for myself. <laughs> I wrap it to myself, but I, I've I've left it too late. But I I am going to get it. I am going to get that camera. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, so I, looking uh, at it, it's it's yeah. there are three in stock. They have mm -hmm. three in stock on their website right now. I'm looking at the Mint Camera website just now. And don't uh, they have yours. you buy their kind of medium format one as well? Don't you? Uh, it says you. It says they have a. I don't know because I haven't read it. I only just read it <laughs> as we speak. But it does say that there's, there's two prices. There's a price, and then there's what they call the VIP price. And it says you become a VIP after getting your first camera. So oh. I'm guessing yes, if you buy one and then buy a second one, then you must get a deal on it. Uh, the uh, yes. Seven hundred and sixty-nine pounds. Mm -hmm. But uh, if you get it, like there. a fully working SX seventy with loads of extra cool bits on it, I mean that's not only are they uh, an iconic design. You know, I've, I've, they look you know I've this is embarrassing to have to say, but I've never used an SX seventy, so oh, I don't think I've ever hey. even held one in my hands. No, so I can't speak from any experience about whether or not they're a joy to use, but I mean, anybody I, who loves them really loves them. Don't I they? really so, love them. Yeah. The hard, so, when I first got one, did you know how to open them? People open them in different ways as well. Mm. I use a hammer. I totally no don't. Idea. <gasps> you use a hammer, Graham. <laughs> no, I love, I do love, the, I love the SX70, as you know, but the, I think on that, you know, that the mint ones just are really good, aren't they? With that, that new kind of time machine, so. Yeah, that sounds good. I yeah. am completely lost as to where we got to with categories. Who did the last category? What was the last category? So this was Claire's category, I think. I think it was Claire's third category. It matters not. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, relax I, in, I relax was, into it. I, I did. Um, I, I, I did. Ellen Rogers didn't I? Oh, you did. Yeah. 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 Inspirational and um, original. Yeah, work. I can't remember how we got Shall onto. Shall I have a go then? Yeah, you go for I it. Have a, I have a. I have a. <laughs> We got on things. We digress. With some you digress. So, Graham, you'll remember when we started our little podcast, mm -hmm. and uh, there was basically us and that lot from New Jersey, and that was pretty much it in the film photography podcasting mm -hmm. world. I can't remember their name. <laughs> <laughs> one hit, one hit wonders. Yeah, never they'll, they'll, it'll never last. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, FPP. You are our inspiration. <laughs> Um, uh, back in those days, of course, you know, people didn't want film cameras and stuff like that, or uh, and you know everything was in the doldrums, and we didn't think we'd last very long, and all of that sort of stuff. And here we are, five and a half years later, blah blah blah, rest is history, and all that. So, um, but it it occurs to me that um, 
a lot of people have been getting on the bandwagon of film photography uh, in, in, in the media in recent times. So my next category is called Best Cultural Appropriation of Analog Photography. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm I was thinking about this. I was thinking, do you know what? The, the, there's do, do we who who do we call out for this, right? And it is it is all in jest and all with goodness in my heart. Okay, so let's not start an internet flame war if they're still called that. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, but I have to give this review to a website, a website built thoroughly upon digital photography. So much so that digital photography is in the name of the website. Um, I am referring to dpreview.com. DP. who now have a film friday <laughs> That's and and uh they do increasingly more stuff on film photography now as i say this is all in jest and all in 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 good spirit um i think it's great that you know film photography has become so mainstream again that even you know uh, even outlets that are decidedly digitally focused are uh, are facing uh, facing up to this, and I only really picked DP Review because digital photography is in their name, right? <laughs> Just like not be yeah, digital photography. Why don't they stay in their own lane, the digital lane? Why do they do a photography? <laughs> oh, wow. That's not very shoot film. Be nice, wow. is it? I'm joking. I'm joking. Turned everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so and the other reason i felt safe in picking no, dpreview.com mm. for this best cultural appropriation um is because they're very open they are of all the photography websites they are one of the best at giving at really properly researching credit where it's due right and where things were first launched yeah. and where stories were first published and things like that and they absolutely say on their film friday's channel um that they are they are you know they will be publishing select articles from 35mmc and cosmo photo every week so they are absolutely giving credit and attribution oh, where it's due that's good so it is it is all in fun yeah, it's absolutely great. Um, and and the message behind it is definitely yeah. for me the message behind this is definitely that we you know analog photography is now so mainstream again we've got market penetration back into the digital world into the mainstream yeah mm. media outlets for photography and i think that's a really powerful but thing people do both don't they you mm. know people do both i got acdc <laughs> i got two points in this first i want to give a shout out to uh, mike crawford who has written articles about stuff analogs photography related stuff for the amateur photographer magazine this year yeah. so again getting into that mainstream yeah. and the second thing is <clears throat> i think it's a sign one that film photography is becoming more mainstream and two that digital photography is so boring to write about because all you're getting is these incremental increases of pixels or whatever every year what is there <laughs> oh here's an exciting new photoshop function i guess i don't know what is there to write about 101 hdr techniques you've already tried and vomited over it's so boring so that's why i think mm -hmm. film is getting because at least then uh people can get a bit more inspired about writing for it for a little bit anyway um so that's good anyway <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, did, sorry, did you have something, a point you wanted to make there about digital photography writing? Who, me? <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's see. Um, back to Billy. Let's go back to Billy for one of Billy's. Billy's number four. Uh, Billy's personal favourite film experiences of 2021. Okay, at number three. Uh, let's see how good I'm at reading at this point. Kodak Ektachrome. I have never shot it before and may never shoot it again. 
But I had a real... Who's clunking around in the background there? Claire. What are you? Even I don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> Worse than me. Um, where was I? Uh, I had a fantastic experience with a role back in October. It mostly makes the list due to the gulf between the expectations and the results, which I'm sure are mostly thanks to the lovely work by the lab. Way too expensive to be a daily shooter, and no, not as much latitude as some other films out there, but really beautiful colours, and who doesn't enjoy holding a pretty slide image up to the light? Now, I think Billy's being a little bit um, uh, hiding his light under a bushel there, because if there's one thing we know about slide film, it's that you either get it right when you shoot, or you've got it wrong, and, and the lab can't do much about it. If you've got lovely images from Ectochrome, mm. Billy, you take that praise. Number two, HP5. Ilford HP5. What can I say? Just mm. really a workhorse that seems to handle whatever adverse conditions I have thrown at it and still gives me something. It could mm. have very justifiably been in the top spot, if not for, drumroll, FP4. I know Ooh. I am late to the party here. Pun intended. Hashtag FP4 party. Terrible pun, Billy. Work on that. But <laughs> FP4 has really come on strong for me here at the end of the year. Lovely grain and tones. I've always considered myself as someone who favours 400 ISO, but ended up with two slower films on the list, including the top spot. Well done, mm. as always, to the folks at Ilford. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we are quite biased here because we love yeah. <laughs> Matt and Michelle over Ilford yeah. and we make no bones about it. Yeah. Um I like HP Ilford HP five as well, and um, you know the darkroom workshop I just did mm -hmm. in in Liverpool. Um, well, the um, the people on the course, they all um, you know, it was for some of them it was their first time shooting with film, others not. But um, anyway, they used Il Ilford HP five, and they got really good, you know, really good negatives, and yeah, good film. HP5 is a great film. I mean, that's that's the thing. As you said, it's, and as Billy said as well, you can throw almost any conditions at it and you're going to get something mm -hmm. usable from it. It's brilliant. I love HP5. HP5 and FP4 are probably my two most used and favourite films because one, they're reasonably priced for the quality and two, they're reliable. And if, if I had to pick only two films to go forward with from now on to eternity, it probably would be those two. Um, I think they're great. Mm. They're great films. Okay. Um, Claire, how many have you got left? Oh, a few. A few. Go on then. You do one then, Claire. Um, <laughs> Concerned okay. by the fact that there's a few, but short carry on. No, just a cup. So I've done the cap. We've done sort of camera and we've done. Right. Oh, I won't go in the order I put them, but you we said can't to me, see that. We do don't films. care. I could do moving films. You oh, said to I did me, say you could do one Graham. moving film. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So I was thinking what films that I've watched this year in the cinema that I, I've really enjoyed. And actually, because of COVID, obviously, it's not <laughs> been that many. What are you eating? Still, oh, some Italian chocolates. I'd give you one food there. <laughs> so you've Sorry. moved on. Just for the listeners' benefit, you've eaten all of the frazzles and all of the Monster <laughs> Munch, and you're now on to some chocolate. And you did have your dinner right before we started recording. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Graham, exaggerating a bit. 
Yes, so I was thinking of what, you know, I haven't obviously because of COVID, haven't watched that many, but it still managed to be some really good ones. So I was thinking good films I've seen this year in, in the cinema is a film called Zola, um, which um, was kind of like a black comedy. Um, that was good. Um, you can look it up yourself. And then... Um, I saw a film, it was actually a film the other week when I was in Liverpool called Lamb, and that was good. <laughs> you can look that up. But I think for me, the winner that I saw very recently, because I think it was 50 years old, um, so they must have like not really re released it, it was just doing the rounds of the cinema and was lucky to have it locally, was, you know, the last picture show? Um, the black and white film, yeah. Really, really good. So <clears throat> for me... Um, that was that is my favorite film i've seen in the cinema this year the last picture show it is crazy that it's 50 years old mm. have you seen it aid with sybil shepherd and is it jeff bridges uh it is yes yeah yes. All, all um, do you know what i i i don't think i ever have that it's one of those ones oh, that's been on my to watch list for years and years and years but never got around to seeing it if you if so. you you get a chance honestly aid it's worth watching i recommend it the last picture show mm yeah I, I yeah i i think i should yes well i mean there's a lot of stuff that you you watch claire that i think i should, i i would enjoy um i need to get better at watching films basically mm. for the benefit of the listeners i just want to let them know that i got i received a, a christmas card from claire today and just so i knew which claire it was from it said uh, happy christmas from claire and in brackets it said colombo claire <laughs> <laughs> so we're all clear on which claire it is <laughs> i don't think mine i got one as well i don't think mine said colombo claire i think mine said sunny 16 claire <laughs> i love that oh bless you claire you are a delight you are a delight um Aid, have you got something for us? Uh, why not? Yes, uh, I do. I do indeed. I do indeed. Let's go with uh, the new category. Or the next category for me um, is best advent calendar. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I know. I have feelings on this. Well, I, ha I have two to talk about here um, because I have been the very grateful recipient of an amazing <laughs> advent calendar this year for, from my beloved wife. Uh, she bought me the Brewdog Breweries advent calendar. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I've had the luxury uh, of an ale a day. <laughs> oh, an ale a day. <laughs> different, different. Yeah, a different. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, it's one of those advent calendars where behind every door is a treat. Um, and uh, I, in this case, I, behind every door is a can of beer, different flavors, different stuff. Some stuff I've never had before, quite a lot of stuff I've never had before. And I suspect some of them are special editions for this advent calendar. Uh, so that definitely gets right up there for me as best advent calendar alongside uh, or maybe just behind. Uh, of course, the Ilford calendar. Do you know what? I was looking yeah. it up on it. I was trying to search for it on the website. They don't call it an advent calendar on the Ilford website. Uh, they call it a gift calendar. <laughs> so the Ilford 35 millimeter film gift calendar, to give it its official title, uh, is definitely uh, it wins the, the the best advent calendar award. Totally. I, I completely agree with you with the Ilford advent <laughs> I am calling it the Advent Film Calendar. Uh, go for it. Yeah. Um, 
absolutely the mo when as soon as i saw that in the um photography show i thought god that is just lovely isn't it but you know your beer camera a calendar sorry that i do that must be a really big advent calendar if it's got like bottles of beer in it is it yeah it, it's cans actually because i don't I, I think they probably find it difficult to transport it, oh, bottles yeah. but, <laughs> um but uh yeah it's quite big it's um uh, how, how big it would it be? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's 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 bigger than a, a case of twenty four cans of beer or or uh, other drink that you ship in twenty four cans because those are all tightly packed together and this is all spaced out in a little in a nicely decorated cardboard box where there's a door you can yeah. open for each one. Um, it doesn't stand vertically like a lot of advent calendars mm -hmm. do. That would be a little bit uh, uh, a little bit precarious. Perhaps it sits flat. Aww. and and then therefore yeah on the top of the box are the numbered circles and you can mm. pull them open and get your beer out for the day it's, mm. it's a delight actually it's a really nice idea and I, it makes me drink too much beer which is also yeah, a, delight. A, a good thing i um <laughs> after a certain amount of uh none too subtle prompting bought for my better half sinead a is it claire you might know this aid certainly is it benefit who make Makeup, oh, make benefit. Yeah, they so make I bought makeup. her a twelve days of Advent uh, benefit Advent calendar, mm. um, and every day she goes, "Oh, I got this," and I look at it and go, "There is no way that what you have got from this adds up to how how can these tiny things?" Anyway, um, my non-controversial opinion on advent calendars is uh, all advent calendars are bullshit the end um <laughs> but at least one that gives you film is cool and beer i guess and i suppose make if you like makeup just buy makeup beer or film um <laughs> and the camera film photo over in uh, hong kong they do an advent calendar as well as um so that's pretty cool um oh incidentally just a last note on the ilford thing sorry just before we move on i'm just looking at a nice holiday message on their website uh, it says orders placed after Sunday, the 19th of December, will be looked after by our elves until the offices reopen on <laughs> January the 5th. <laughs> Who's that on? That's on the Ilford. <laughs> and everybody knows that the elves at Ilford are a bunch of absolute wasters. So nothing's going to happen until Matt and Michelle get back. Is that where they need two? And, is that where they need three weeks off? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and also. Uh, Everyone would be pleased. I realise it's maybe slightly out there, but that film that I was talking about earlier, I just remembered what it was. It's They Live, not We're Alive. They Live with Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> so don't send oh, emails. Works. Although, given that it's been half an hour, you may have already sent the email. But yeah, they live. As callbacks, as callbacks go. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so They Live, according to IMDb, uh, made in 1988 <laughs> with a certificate of 18. It's great. Have you seen that, Claire? What's it called? They, the, they um... influence our decisions without know, us knowing it. They numb our senses without us feeling it. They control our lives without us realising it. They it's live. Great film. It's a great okay. film. Um, okay. Um, let's see where I'm at with mine. Okay. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Blah, 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 blah. So, um, but he's got one more to do. I've got, okay, I've got, so this is my number four. Okay. We get to speak to and see and like a loads of awesome people doing awesome stuff. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to the young awesome person of the year. Now I realise I'm quite down on young people quite frequently because <laughs> I hate how much energy and youth and talent they have. <laughs> but I want to give a shout out to a few people who this year there's, and there's a lot of people out there. This could have been a much longer list, but it's a few people who I want to give a, a big thumbs up to. One, James Lane, not 
for oh, his yeah, photography, but just for as one of our mad scientists out there, he has so much energy, so much passion, not just for the 510 pyro. James is dropping me lines <laughs> frequently about, I've got this idea for this thing that I'm going to do. I'm going to try this, I'm going to try it, and, it, and it's wonderful, and I love it, and goodness only knows where James is going to end up in future years, but it's really exciting. Next up in my honourable mentions, a photographer I got introduced to recently through our good friend Chris Mina, and that is Audrey Steimer. She's a photographer out in America, and she's already she's making beautiful work. She's um, already had billboards up in fantastic places. She's going places. Um, check out her work on Instagram. A very talented photographer. Uh, another honourable mention goes to Emma Lloyd. Emma Lloyd over at Analog Wonderland. I love Emma. She's great. She is there to balance out Paul and all all Paul references. I don't mean that. But Emma's great. She started the She Hearts film um, hashtag and um, the blogs on the website this year. And she's been doing all sorts of great stuff. And that kind of leads on to my winner for this category. And maybe this is part of the reason why I wanted this category, because I just wanted to shout this person out again, because I kind of love her. It's Alex Heron. Oh, my God. Probably one of the favourite people I've met this year. I bloody love Alex Heron. If you haven't listened to the interview we did with her a couple of months back, please do. She is amazing. And it's great seeing her appear in all sorts of different places. I know she did an interview with Front Magazine recently. I know she's been doing talks. I've been doing all sorts of stuff. She's great. And I can't wait to see where she goes. But all of those people and so many more. It's wonderful how many truly talented and passionate and awesome young people there are in the film photography community um it's great really gives me a lot of uh hope for the future of all things not just film photography because young people are great and they will replace some cretins who are not so great hopefully sooner rather than later how many <laughs> how many yeah, exactly how many have you got left aid are you on to your last one yet well i just have to say actually riff, riffing on what you've just said i was mm-hmm. toying with the idea earlier this afternoon of a category like best podcast as a category with this precise intent of naming the conversation that we had with alex mm-hmm. as my favorite podcast oh. of the year this year but i, I thought that well there, there's been so many good conversations yeah. we've had this year that to, to name one is, is is just dumbing it down a little bit yeah. um so so I, I, I steered away from it in the end. Um, I'm good, mate, actually. Um, I have the, the one category left, which we're, we're all contributing to, okay, which, so which is the left. final one to go with. So, How many have uh, you got left, Claire? I've got two, but I think one's probably going to... I think one is going to be connected to maybe AIDS. Okay, we'll not, do the one that isn't then. Let's do the one that Well, isn't. I don't know why I had this, but I had night <laughs> night photography. I've been really enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> could okay. talk about our favourite night photographers or night photography photographs yeah um because i've been really enjoying enjoying it um and i and you mentioned bit we met we've already mentioned bill too on on earlier and i i have always loved his night photography his australian night photography it's always really good um so any 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 night photography that you enjoy um oh that's, mm, that's a good question any no. long experience do you ever feel like you want to go out and oh, absolutely oh yes very much so i'm really enjoying this yeah i'm not doing any traveling for work anymore but i've been really enjoying it as the nights closing at this time of year that my time out and about around the city of london when, when i'm doing my one day a week yeah. in the office um has been a given me a chance to do night photography you know, for me especially city photography mm. it, it comes alive 
at night uh you know and yeah you can get something that is far more uh atmospheric i've been i've been playing a lot in my in my photography recently with with atmosphere and mood as opposed to actual sharpness and and what have you or mm. or, or you know or lucidity Sounds of composition good. um and uh you know the yeah definitely that that the you know the the time not not the whole of a golden hour but just just around sunset and then the blue bit and then you know th those are the best bits uh and then into the night time if you've got plenty of lights around the city is, is cool you can definitely get some properly atmospheric photos at that point mm. yeah yeah um I, I, and when i think about night photography i think bill too i, I mean he did a podcast for us on 2016 percent about his astrophotography yeah um yeah. But, and, and barnaby nut is the other one i know there are other people as well but i for some reason barnaby is forever lodged in my brain as um night photography as well because in the early days saw so much of it from him but yeah it's a thing i really want to do actually i keep thinking i should go out one evening um but it's cold and dark and wet frequently so <laughs> yeah that's the trouble with the night time it is the trouble <laughs> i'm going to read out um billy's last one before we move on to our last little because i think our last all of our last three categories are all kind of in a similar vein so um, yeah we'll billy's last. Them together yeah exactly so billy's last which is called his my new mad skills with a z of 2021 at number three, Polaroid. I hadn't shot any Polaroid in probably three decades, but was decided, <laughs> but was excited to be able to walk into a normal retail store and just buy a camera that shoots film brand new in the box right off the shelf. I did this for Polaroid week. It was the now, since that is what the store had, and it came with two packs of film. I guess this is a Polaroid now. Are you familiar with this, Claire? Yes, yes. Mm, yeah, yeah. The shots were, of course, rubbish, since I did not give them anything like <laughs> enough light. But I am resolved to shooting it some more to figure out how to get something out of it that I like. Number two, medium format printing. Okay, printing from 120 negatives isn't technically any different than printing 35mm negatives, which I was doing at the end of last year, but I was able to upgrade my enlarger back in January, and I have really enjoyed being able to print some of those large, beefy negatives. Yeah, that is quite fun. Cool. And number one, C41 processing. Mm. Oh. Santa brought me the CineStill C41 kit along with their temperature control device last year. So not only did I get to learn something new, it certainly led to me shooting more colour film this year, which I likely would not have been as inclined to do. I may not be getting as many rolls out of it as some have been able to, and the colour grading on my scans is still a bit dodgy. But as others have remarked, it really is probably easier than black and white, and I would certainly encourage anyone who is tempted to try it to have a go. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, C41 processing is easy because it's the same for all films. That said, the temperature is such a pain in the tits. <laughs> I've had C41 film that's been waiting for months to be done. I just keep looking at it going, one evening, one evening I'll sit out there and faff around and... But, <laughs> It's, it, it, it's the C41 is that I remember being involved in several conversations about using a, a sous vide mm -hmm. to, to, to keep the the, com, uh, the chemicals at the right temperature. I'm, I'm guessing you can 
simulate a, a sous vide by just using warm water yes <laughs> and topping should. it up for topping it up from a, a previously boiled kettle yeah like absolutely it. but that's every bit as much fun as you would imagine what i've got i bought it from um the people what's they called now the people who sell the nova stuff um they also sell a water heater which is basically like an aquarium heater um which i bought specifically for that and of course you have got the cine still um temperature control device which is a purpose-built sous vide <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't wish to be insulting to it but it is it's let's say it's using sous vide technology but built for the rigors of film processing that sounds better right, right. Mm. A bit, um, a bit like uh, yes. No, I think, I think I get that. Yes, and, and it sounds kind of like the Terminator because it's the TCS one thousand <laughs> or something. And I think it might be made out of liquid metal and be able to stab us in the face. Incidentally, uh, did you guys know there was a Terminator film that came out in twenty nineteen? Completely passed me by. It's not terrible. So um, check that out, everybody. Okay. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, okay. This is- I think our categories are going to merge now. Well, I let's, might, let's... Might mix with AIDS, I don't know. Okay, we'll tell you what. Aid, why don't you lead off and we'll see where it gets us. Well, do you know what? I thought we could end up on a a high note here uh, because I, yeah, it's the holidays, isn't it? It's nice. So my, my, my category, my, my last category, is what I call the best joy of photography moment. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah, what 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 are the elements? It's like the joy of, of sex, uh, the... but with with photographs instead of drawn illustrations. <laughs> I, I I I don't know how to respond to that. There are so many opportunities to respond to that. I can't choose one. Um, uh, no, nothing like that at all. Actually, just 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 the the point where you get, you know that that. Full, full of joy moment you know where, where when you either make a photograph or you print and see a photograph or or something right mm. something it's it's different for each of us you know i know you know people who do who enjoy darkroom work tell me that there's a huge amount of joy to be had out of it and yeah. frankly as we all know <laughs> it's not something that i've ever been tempted to do um but it's yeah so it's, it's going to be different from each of us so it's for this is going to be a personal one so um i i have i have three actually um mm. uh i don't know how many you guys have but maybe we could take take it in turns um yeah. i think if i go with the one that was chronologically earlier in 2021 i would go with the oxford photo walk that we had in the summer this year and the first photo walk that most of us had been on for a very long time indeed uh we got together it was it was a blazingly hot day Mm. Uh, um uh and uh i remember that i remember i remember just the the joy of photography moment for me in this was just meeting up with a whole bunch of friends Mm. and of course photography walks photo walks you get you get to meet up with old friends and then you get to meet new people at the same time and you can have you know, uh so there's there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there and for me that was a really sociable day and you know that was definitely one of my joy of photography moments this year so what was your take on this category claire um well i've got well just listening to aid then i've got three maybe as well so you're so- on the similar vein to this yeah, well, I've fed in, but one of mine definitely fits in this that mm-hmm. I'd put down for um, one of the fa- my favourite moments. But I'll, I'll do them. I'll do the other two just listening to you. So I'm definitely 
someone that would say a darkroom aide. Um, oh yeah, you, yeah, you really yeah. need. To, I, I um, have you have you ever been in a dark? Have you ever done darkroom stuff and printing? So the one role of film I ever developed was in Graham's shed. Oh, <laughs> there is. I remember this. I seem to remember it was fairly crowded. <laughs> I find the darkroom one of the only, you know, a darkroom for me can completely clear my mind, whatever's on it, and, and really let me focus. But there is just something about being in a darkroom and you just get into a rhythm. And and as I said last week, I really like the smell of the, <laughs> being, you know, the, the fixer and all that. But it is, it is, isn't it, Graham? It's really therapeutic in, in a mm. darkroom. But the darkroom, I, I encourage you for 2022, that should be a, that should be a challenge for aid. Get it will be a stuff. challenge. <laughs> People have tried before, Claire. Yes. Come on, come on, come on one of these courses that I'm doing for Rachel when she's on maternity leave. <laughs> come up to Liverpool and come on. On the vein of what you've just said, two things, um, and I'll Paris was one in November because I, there's a lot of people that I hadn't seen for a long time cool. um, and so that was really really lovely you know um, to, to, to sort of see and be with um, people and it has to be doesn't it um the photography show yeah ah uh, yes because so, you know because we first of all we 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 stayed with john in his house in coventry so that was really special now yeah, with and, food um, yeah and um that was really lovely we had two nights with two was it two nights or three nights we had with john two nights two nights and um, that was really nice and of course we met each other in the flesh, didn't we, for the first time? Yep. And, and then... Don't put it like that, Claire. Please, that's kind of. Uh... <laughs> and then, um, and then we met everyone that I that you've met before. Well, I met because I've never, you know, I've heard of all these people. I've never met them, and so met a lot of the the people that I hear about or you see on social media um, in in the photography show. And it was a nice day, wasn't it? And then we had a lovely evening together. Um, and I put that down. One of my favourite moments was um, was between the the end of the day and then into the evening. And we I was sat with um, well there was we were all sat on a table actually all sat round, but I was with um, Anil Mystery. Is it Mystery? Mm -hmm. was, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Alex Grady Blur. And we were having a great conversation on music <laughs> and films, and it was just a really nice moment, wasn't it? you know yeah yeah well i gotta jump right back in there claire because that de yeah. definitely was going to be my top joy of mm -hmm. photography moment for this year as well I, I have a really specific thing though for me which is yeah all of what you've just said was was brilliant but yeah. there was a time um earlier in the morning um just be before the the day really got going mm. and and i walked into the analog spotlight area and uh, that this is this is my joy this is my joy of photography moment. I walked into there and I, and I looked around. I saw all of the the people that are friends of ours now, happily yeah. um, who who we know, and they're all there with their stands. And I was like, oh, there's Stephen, there's there's Steve, there's Duncan, there's Paul, yeah. there's yeah, there's people people all over the place. And I was like, wow, you know what? A, like how far we've come uh yeah as a community since all of this started um and 
you know the work that everybody has put in so much so and by the way i'm not taking any credit for any of this i'm just happy to have been able to be part of it and to be able to commentate on it which i guess is a lot of what we do and to make friends with a lot of these people um but the the work that people have done people have built businesses they've built teams they've built relationships and they've got yeah you know and you know the fact that yeah, we've got all of these you know independent businesses now starting to be really successful and growing the people that we w w had a little laugh with them you know mm -hmm. asking them questions like why on earth did you think you could open a lab in this marketplace and, and you know i remember asking i remember asking duncan that i'm sure i'll have a chuckle about that we've had several times you know why what, what on earth led you to open a lab this year some years ago and, and of course now duncan's being really successful at silver pan labs and and then just across the alleyway there was the ilford crew you know and and, and it's funny how the big established brands are sort of clustering closer mm -hmm. to the analog spotlight at the show this year uh you know uh and uh whereas before you know we were sort of just well we were a lot of us were just walking the floor really weren't we mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and now now there's a bunch of our community that have, have made you know huge inroads into to turning north into something massively substantial so that was my joy of photography moment it felt like i was part of something mm. you know really really there was a real thing that we were part of and you know uh, fantastic to be be a part of that and and to you know to count uh, many of those people uh, as friends now which is mm -hmm. amazing anyway that was my best best joy of photography moment for this year yeah i my um my sort of topic it was very slightly different from yours but only very it was the the best things that 2021 had to offer so I'll just very quickly run through what i had on this um it was that new films and new products keep coming i mean admittedly the new films have been more of the boutique stuff this year but that's still great and the new products have been awesome and they're getting better and better it's changed so much from them a few years ago where it was real little cottage industry stuff and the bit of a you know the first intrepid launch when the camera was let's face it a bit shit you know these days when stuff's hitting the market it's great and um whether it's from Reveni or from chroma or from wherever it's coming from it's some really awesome stuff negative supplies making really awesome stuff um the next thing is uh, the continuing, and I think this really does tie in with what you guys were saying about the photography show, the continuing loveliness of the film community. Um, it just, especially on Instagram and Twitter, it continues to be a place where there is just a font of supportive, lovely people. And at this time of year, you see it with the Secret Santa, the Emulsive Secret Santa that's going on. I've got my Emulsive Secret Santa sat underneath the tree waiting to go be open to on christmas day um it it it's it is amazing it is a thoughtful helpful community um dan uh dan k who's on there at the moment he's I, I love it it's one of my favorite things at the moment dan is just into sewing at the moment and he's making um dark cloths and just giving them away it's just I'm, I'm making these things and giving them away and posting them to people um whoever wants them and it's wonderful and I, i'm really excited because i'm going to be the recipient of one of dan's dark cloths and i think it's great um and i think this was really brought home to me when when we had to put up the post which was the hardest post i hope i will ever have to put about yeah. losing john mm. and the outpouring that came in response to that i was sat down um, earlier this week copying and basically saving, making sure that I could save all of those responses to something 
that would be easy to read in the future. Uh, and so basically get them off Twitter and save them separately. And I don't think I'd realised, because you, know, you kind of look at stuff as you go, how many there were. And it was incredible. And it meant so much. Um, it was amazing. And, and, and around that whole time, that, in- that incredibly difficult time for all of us, um, everybody was amazing. Uh, uh, another thing that this again, the, another runner up for the best thing that 2021 had to offer. I have to give a massive shout out, and I think this technically counts as the 2021 thing, although it may have snuck in right at the beginning of 2020. I dream of cameras. We've referenced it a couple of times already, yeah. but Jeff yeah. and Gabe smashing it out there. Um, they're doing wonderful stuff. I love hearing those guys. Uh, I'm sure everybody listening has checked them out. But if you haven't, please do, because they are just an upbeat delight, which is mm. why they fit so well with what we're doing here. And um, the most recent show they did, they had Kai Wong on from um, previously from Digital Rev, and he's had his own YouTube channel for years. But it was great, and I just I love those guys. They're just wonderful, and the way that they are two such different photographers in so many ways. Um, but that's what makes it magical. So they've been a delight. But the winner, the best thing for me that 2021 had to offer, and this is a bit sappy, admittedly, it's Constance Mallory Brewster Wright. I mean, uh, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Thank you. It, 2021 year has been an, another dumpster fire. Uh, personally, an even worse dumpster fire than 2020. But Constance is a real little gleam of delight in that. And... Unfortunately, Rach couldn't be with us tonight because she's off in Wales with uh, relatives getting ready for Christmas. But um, she's with us in spirit. And that little girl is amazing. And um, yeah, that's the best thing I can think that's come from this year, really. Hmm. The younger sunbeam. I Yeah, think trainee that's... sunbeam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could, could I do I... a shout out also? I'll allow it. No, go for it. <laughs> go for it. Can I just mention one one uh, a nice book that you could? There's another like a Kickstarter project mm-hmm. um, by a French uh, Paris-based photographer, Marjolaine Vernesson. She's a lovely person. She's a really um, talented photographer, um, and she's um, tr- uh, hoping to publish a book called Apparitions. So if you go to kisskissbankbank.com. Yeah, and look under Are the... Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kiss, kiss, blank, blank, yeah. Okay. A dot com. And look under projects, um, and you'll see one um, called Apparitions. Uh, so if you're interesting uh, and you can okay. see a bit about Marjolaine, um, so I think that's got about 13 days to get, to run, so I just wanted to make people aware of that, you know? Sounds good. Claire. So I'm at kisskissbankbank.com. Yeah. Is this is this a is this is a crowdfunding site? Yeah. yeah. I think it's a French one, isn't it? it? It seems to to have a bunch of French stuff on it. And uh what am no, I searching for on this discover, site then? Um discover that uh, can you see it on the website? Yeah, yeah. Ouvre le projet. <laughs> yes. Discover the projects. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's a search. Oh, right. I see. Press that. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so sorry. Go, it was right beside go. the search box. Yeah. And then her book should come up. Um, and it's called Apparitions. 
Can you see it? Hey. Apparitions. We'll put a link to I it guess. in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to search it. I'm going to search on apparitions in. Oh, there we go. Look, here we are. Livre d'auteur apparition edition Bessard. Okay. Has this Sorry become for my French pronunciation? Oh um, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, an excuse for you guys just to throw out your terrible French accent. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't think I'd get away with that. Uh, my, mine is a blend of that bloke from Hello Hello and Peter Sellers, <laughs> I think, is my French accent. Shades of Dale Boy. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought I'd throw that out there. Thank you. That looks good. That looks good. Well, I think that <laughs> does it, doesn't it, for this year? Um, for this year? Hasn't the year gone quick? Seriously, though, I can't believe it's Christmas Eve. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. It's been There's been a lot that's happened this year. Good and bad. Um, yeah. What I would like to say is, um, there's many things I'd like to say, actually. First off, just with regards to this, what we've been doing this evening, if listeners out there would like to drop us a line with either, as Billy said, their um, their Sonny's Awards for this year. You know, there doesn't have to be five. You can just have one thing. If there's something you want to really shout out from 2021, something you want to draw attention to, whatever it may be, then do drop us a line. Also your new year's resolutions um we'll we'll deal with that in the new year <laughs> we won't face that <laughs> we won't face that specter tonight but please do drop us a line it'll be lovely to hear from you guys and i'm sure you're gonna have some time off i i sincerely hope you're gonna have some time off over the next few days um you deserve it you've worked hard all year you deserve a break so make the most of it the other thing i want to say and i'm sure that these guys do as well is Thank you so much for sticking with us. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for being here and listening for another year. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we're, what, five and a half years into this nonsense now? <laughs> surely, surely that's insane. I, we... I promise I promise that I will um, reign in the rambles this year. <laughs> don't Let... promise stuff because like that, <laughs> that's part of what makes who you are and we love you for it. Claire. And, and I to be honest, I, I enjoy a good ramble myself. As uh, <laughs> as Jimmy was kind enough to point out on Twitter this week, yeah. and I would just like to say, with regards to that, there's no way that I will be able to stop either of these two people rambling or going on digressions. <laughs> it's not going to happen. I apologise, um, but you know the thoughts there on all of our paths. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's been a year of big ups and big downs, but we've made it to the end, and it's thank you so much to everybody who is still here with us. We super appreciate it. Mm. we do we do indeed on that note then uh, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas or a Happy Holiday whatever it is you choose to celebrate at this time of year and as always it has been an honour and a privilege to talk with you all we have been the Sunny 16 podcast uh, this has been 2021 and let's look forward to the next tw- next 2020 <laughs> Let's look forward to 2022. Next year. The next year. That's what I meant to say. Uh, We will play you out now with Rachel's band, Rocker, uh, whose album promises I should have kept. You can get it all good internet prices and probably some shady ones too. Uh, I'd recommend Bandcamp. I think that's a good one to go find them. Uh, That's it, folks. Uh, You, well, yes, enjoy the holidays and we'll be back soon. Take care now. Goodbye. Good night. And on behalf of all Christmas trees, I just want to say, please don't shred us in the new year! Bye!